Oh, what does this button do? Okay. I just feel so awkward just starting like, all right, <laughs> like turning, like just turning on a character all of a sudden. I know. Oh. And I'm like, do I change my voice? Like, hello and welcome yeah. to Stuck and my- Hungry all the time. Just use my Telemundo voice, but in English. Hello. Welcome. Welcome <laughs> inside and hungry all the time. My name's Valeria Rutia. <laughs> oh, God. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. This is it. This, this... is the beginning of the podcast. This, we're doing it. <laughs> Hello. Can oh, I say <laughs> Hello. Well, to anyone who's listening, welcome to the first episode of Stuck Inside and Hungry All the Time. My name is Valeria. And my name is Mackenzie. And we're here creating this podcast because we're in the middle of quarantine and we are stuck inside and hungry all the time with nothing else to do. Correct. Yes, correct. (laughs) So um, just a brief, I guess, beginning this intro of introducing ourselves and why we decided to make the podcast. Um, well, me and Mackenzie were two friends from college who are just in our respective houses trying not to get contaminated and become zombies from this virus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we decided to make the podcast. Well, really, I came up with the idea of the podcast because I started listening to this comedian named Shane Smith, who I absolutely love. And you'll probably hear me mention him a couple times. Um, but a he couple. has <laughs> a couple times. But he has his own podcast with his best friend Mac. And their podcast is called The Cowboy Boys. And it's just them rambling and talking about anything. And I was like, you know, me and my friends ramble and talk about anything. So here we are. And we out here. Yeah. We out here. Uh, we came mm-hmm. up with the name. <laughs> we came up with the name because while well, me and Mackenzie were figuring out to do the podcast, what we and what we should name it. Um, Mackenzie had commented and said that being on your period during the pandemic is absolutely the worst. And I was like, yeah, because we are stuck inside and hungry all the time as one is on their period. And then that was the birth of the name of the podcast. And so here we are. We're doing mm-hmm. it. We're doing it, Mr. Krabs. We are we're doing it. Mr. Krabs, we're just going to talk like we're all friends here. Because we are. <laughs> Are. <laughs> we are a hundred percent friends here. Hundred percent friends here. Oh, and then from time to time, uh, because it's not just me and Mackenzie. Me and Mackenzie, we are just two six of a squad of six. So uh from time to time you'll uh we you'll be hearing from other members of our friend group who'll be coming in to talk with us as well and to talk about whatever that we, we choose to talk, talk about. about. Yeah, yeah. Our, the world is our oyster, and so let's crack it open and start this podcast. Um, so we're in quarantine. Uh, how's your life been during quarantine, Mackenzie? My life has been good. I have been planning slash not planning a coronavirus wedding. Oh, um, and working from home, I was planning my wedding, and about a month ago, I, wasn't it like a month ago, maybe a month and a half yeah, ago, my fine. venue... Yeah, my venue called and said that they canceled everybody's weddings for the next year. And not because of coronavirus, because their venue is being repurposed for college housing. 
And I was like, this is a sign. I was like, I need to just cancel my wedding. I'm still going to get married on October 30th, but it's just going to be very small. It's going to be like 15 people, my family, his family, like brothers and sisters, and we'll do the whole Zoom thing. But it's been stressful. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine, though? I feel like, so her reception was supposed to be at the Gettysburg Hotel, right? Yes. Shout out to Gettysburg. Shout out to Gettysburg and all the ghosts of the soldiers there. I feel like if I was a college kid and it's like my dorm was the Gettysburg Hotel, I'd be like, wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> because they have a safe inside of the hotel, too. I'd be feeling yes. like, I don't know. I'd be feeling cool. I'd be like, hell yeah. Gettysburg. let's get this bird let's get this bird and this education or let's not get education i mean that too i guess if i mean we've been there yeah if someone ever asked me what's the craziest thing i ever did for money would probably be getting my bachelor's in music (laughs) you choose the thing we choose to go to college but we also chose to stay and deal with the music all the crazy part. that ensued yeah here's the thing for everybody listening so me and mackenzie and all of our friends we studied music mackenzie studied music business and i studied recording and producing a lot of people think that music majors they're like oh you study music that must be so easy no we don't sing kumbaya all day singing kumbaya all day is like one percent of what we actually do the other like 50 percent we're learning like 10,000 songs in different languages all at once and learning about music history and how to read music and music theory. And then the other 50% is crying, depression, <laughs> self-doubt, oh. hair falling off. Multiple personalities emerging at the ripe song. age of 27 years oh, old that you never God. knew that you had. Well, to anyone who is thinking about studying music, or maybe if you're a parent that's listening to us, that'd be cool if you're a parent. Hi, mom and dad. Um, <laughs> our parents will listen to it because they love yeah. us. Yeah. God damn my parents for being so supportive <laughs> and letting me study music. But if you're right. a parent, or if you know somebody who wants to study music, totally support them. Totally do it. The arts need to come back. Music in the end is very fulfilling, but let them know. Have them watch <laughs> Whiplash. Have yes. them watch Whiplash. If you've never seen the movie Whiplash, it has Miles Teller and what's his face from the farmer's insurance commercial that I keep, I always forget <laughs> his name, but I love him. Um, Larry. Yeah. I forgot his name. Like I see him and all I hear is we are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum. Or that one time he won an Oscar and Neil Patrick Harris was like, he won an Oscar. You really don't know his name. I really do not. I forgot it's his J. name. It's J.K. Simmons. That's why. He sounds like an author, not an actor. J.K. Simmons. Okay. So it has okay, Miles Teller. You're thinking of J.K. Rowling. <laughs> I know. Okay. Anyway, oh J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller. It's a movie about Miles Teller, who is a drummer, and he goes into a conservatory. Now, I'm letting you know, there is a lot of physical and mental abuse in this movie, um, I'm not telling you that every music school or I know conservatories are a lot more strict, but not all music schools are the same. So I can't tell you that oh, no. we did not experience physical abuse, but the mental and emotional part is 100%. So yeah. It's not even like the teacher is doing emotional and mental abuse on us. It's us doing it to ourselves. Yeah. But then sometimes our teachers do like jab us a bit. 
you know? But I mean. But it's like, like when they say, like, we don't expect perfection. We yes, don't you expect do. anybody to be perfect. But God forbid you don't come in at the right time with the right noting and the right words and the right <laughs> language and with the right um, diction. And the right placement yeah, and the right God space. For, yeah, and your hair is a regular color. You're wearing the right earrings. You're everything. Okay, you're getting clean. a little bit too personal now. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, definitely study music if you're thinking about it. Here's the thing. I Here's the thing. loved it. Was it probably I, a smart move for me at the ripe age of 27? 100%. Because honestly, like, I am not doing music business right now, but honestly, music is the only thing that I'm really good at. So I'm glad I did it. Yeah. But it's just like, you have to have a strong mental resolve. Not just a strong mental resolve, but a good pack of friends. Because yeah. honestly, if we didn't, if the six of us didn't meet, like background really quick. I, um, me and my best friend, Amber, we met in high school. Mm -hmm. And we decided to go to Florida Atlantic University, which is where we all met. We decided to go together. So really, I if she hadn't gone with me, I don't think I would have met you and Alexa and Manuela and Morgana. So then we wouldn't have really had the squad. But I'm so glad that she did because we have the squad and we just kept on trucking together. Mm -hmm. if one didn't know something. The other one definitely did. Correct. So, I feel like that's just college in general. Like if you have a good pack of friends and you guys are just trucking it together, you can Because if one of us didn't want to do something, the other one was like, well, that's the sucks other one because you have to do it. Yeah. hundred percent. If it wasn't for Amber, I 1000% oh would not have gotten God. through music theory. Oh my God. Music theory for those. Between her and um, Rakesh, I would not have gotten. Oh, we it. love RJ. I hope he lives. Shout out to RJ, too. Love, love that guy. I love that guy. And his wife. Love them. Oh, they're so They're so cute. cute. I, I just, I love them both. And I don't even know her that well, but I'm like, you know what? I, I seem like a good person. Yeah, I met her once. Okay, anyway, we're getting sidetracked. And that's getting what this podcast will be yeah. like. Um, yeah. Sorry if we're talking over each other so much. We're going to do our best to try to not do that, but we get excited, Okay. Yeah, we're talkers, but yeah. we're gonna we're trying. But anyway, <laughs> if you want to study music, go for it. Be ready. Grow some balls really quick before you do it. Have Kleenex in your backpack, twenty four seven. If you play an instrument, put lo put lotions on your hand because you're gonna have calluses. <laughs> and if you have a Russian teacher, which you will a hundred percent of the time, get ready for it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> So quarantine. Yeah, quarantine. Um, I really wish so that you yours? had your wedding. I know. I wish I could have my wedding as well. Home. But and I really thought about dressing. Well, not really dressing up as Joe Exotic, but Joe Exotic, <laughs> Joe Exotic inspired. But you can always do that next year because know, it's still going to be around Halloween next year. Yeah, but I was looking at like the animal prints, and I'm like, I don't know if animal prints look good on me. Why wouldn't they? I don't know. Girl, You're don't right. doubt yourself. <laughs> You're right. Remember Never. who you are. I will. I am Simba. Girl. I remember who I am. You are Valeria. Sure am. Uh, but yeah, back to your question. My quarantine has been pretty super chill. 
Um, I've just been at home this entire time trying to give myself projects to do so I don't go crazy, which I have been doing. Um, I redecorated my room because my room looked like two teenagers shared it instead of two adults who share it. Um, even though it, Brianna, my sister Brianna, she does, she lives up with my mom, so she's not in this room. But so I decorated the room to how I wanted it because I am the sole owner of that room, and she's just a guest. But I redecorated my room, and it looks like a space goth motel type of situation is like the best I can describe it because it's like all black, but then I have the lights behind my TV, and then I have a galaxy projector, which is Girl. a lot of fun. That's your exact vibe. Like, if anybody wants to know what Valeria is like in real life, it's a freaking alien, yeah. gothic makeup queen who loves serial killers. Oh, yes. I've been watching a lot of crime shows. I've been eating a lot. I tried ramen for the first time during quarantine. Girl, what? Yes. I tried ramen for the first time during quarantine. There's this new Asian restaurant that opened like down the street from me and they're on Uber Eats. Shout out to Uber Eats for keeping DoorDash. us fed. DoorDash Postmates for keeping us fed. Um, it's this place called 107 Taste and it has like all different. Um, that all sounds like a radio things. station. You're listening to 107 <laughs> Taste. Bow, bow, bow. We got the hits from the early 2000s to the 2020s. 80s, 90s and today. Correct um what's it called and they have like they have like pad thai cur um korean mm. um, like japanese ramen i tried so i tried their korean ramen which had like kimchi which i so i tried korean food for the first time at my mom's house because they have like korean restaurants over there and i'm absolutely in love with kimchi kimchi is my life so it has kimchi in it it's kind of spicy, had like, I had a chicken and noodles and like to go, it's like a good amount of food. So I had ramen for the first time, which I was really excited about it. And I marked that off my list and we like order from that place all the time. What else? We've had Olive Garden a lot, or as my grandma likes to call it, Oliver's Garden. Oliver's Garden. Yeah, yeah. she's like, oh, me I love, well in Spanish to people who speak Spanish, she's like, oh, me me encanta Oliver's Garden. I'm like, Mimi, it's Olive Garden. And she's like, yeah, that one. <laughs> we love that. We love Oliver and his garden. We do. And his unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. Oh, yes, we do. Girl, chicken yucky soup uh, mm -hmm. is the best. I love watching the videos. We are now reaching the hungry version, the hungry yes. section of Stuck and Hungry. I love watching the videos of Italians eating Olive Garden, and they're, like, not having it. I know. There's one where it was like Italian grandmothers try Olive Garden and there's one Italian grandmother. She didn't even eat the food. She would just smell it or like look at it and she'd be like, ah, no, basta. No mi piace, <laughs> basta. Like she was not having it. And I'm like, damn, like I understand. Like I did a brief study abroad in Venice, Italy. Um, I hate, you know what I hate? Side note. I hate when I read this thing and it's like completely true because I do it, but I hate that I do it. And it was like, when people study abroad, you will never not hear them talk about when they studied abroad. <laughs> like you will what always I hear mean? like, well, when I studied abroad and I read that and I'm like, you're so right. And I hate that when I say, well, when I was in Venice, but like, how am I supposed to start that conversation? <laughs> and I don't need to be annoying. Well, it came and up but, naturally. It's not like we're trying to bring it up. That's true. 
But anyway, so when I was in Venice, um, I had when, when I when I studied abroad, I tried real ass Italian food. First of all, here's the thing that I absolutely love about Italy: medium sized pizza is a personal pizza. That is your pizza for yourself. Um, our American medium size is a one person pizza in Italy, and I was like, hell yeah, give me a pizza, please, pepperoni and margarita. Mm, that sounds good. Um, good. Also, margarita pizza is like their cheese pizza. It's like regular. That's like their regular pizza. That makes sense. Yeah, it's so good. I love margarita pizza. But anyway, so I understand why the grandmas are like. There's some grandmas who are like, all right, this is okay. Like, it'll it'll pass. But that one grandma, she was like, nah. And then when she saw the Alfredo pasta, fun fact. Alfredo sauce is Italian American, totally American. There's no such thing as Alfredo sauce in Italy. There's no such thing as chicken parm in Italy. That's American. Mm -hmm. Meatballs are American. Technically, pepperoni pizzas, American, like the name. They do have Diavolo pizza in Italy, but that's like a like a salami type of situation. Not like I do love a salami on my pizza. Oh, we love salami. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love watching those videos or watching the videos of like Italian eating New York style pizza. Oh my God. But first, have you seen the video of Italians eating frozen pizzas? Yes. That video gives me all the serotonin I need. It's just so good. There's that one Italian guy that's, that's, he's gay. Mm -hmm. Like super fabulous about how much he's like, hates the pizza but then there's like the one pizza that he did like i think it was DiGiorno pizza first of all DiGiorno pizza mm-hmm. uh, he was like DiGiorno pizza and he was like no yeah this passes this is okay pizza it is okay pizza it. it is DiGiorno is good man it's not mm-hmm. delivery it's, it's DiGiorno. DiGiorno. Hell also, yeah. i saw this video the other day of Italians and how they make their tomato paste. I don't know why. They, <gasps> they, did you see Wait, that was it the too? one on the on the they they put it on the table and let it dry out? Yes. Yes. Uh, why was it so soothing to watch? That's what I want to know. Because just when we're talking about like traditional cooking, it just <sighs> traditional cooking with like traditional techniques that are like slap like slapping tomatoes tomatoes. Uh, tomato sauce or puree on the table and just letting it dry like they how like that makes so much sense to me though Mm -hmm. because like the wood soaks up like the flavor of the tomatoes so then like whenever you slap another batch of tomatoes on there it's like more flavor like wood always adds good flavor like don't they use wood for like salmon alcohol yeah salmon or like alcohol too they use cedar yeah, plants because it creates like a flavor or like barbecue. Mm-hmm. The they wood is wood important. They, the wood is important in like every southern state. We're from Florida, everyone. Side note. Sorry about it. Here. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, we, we even feel sorry about it as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like every southern state has their own wood that they use that they swear by. I don't know about Florida barbecue, what we use. But Is I know there such a thing as Florida barbecue. Yeah, we technically have. Yeah, Florida barbecue counts. It's different. <laughs> I've never had it, and I've like been us. Here for... I've had. Okay, do you remember the Gator Boys? No. The show. No. You never saw that show? Okay. No. So <laughs> we're about to get real Florida, everybody. 
<laughs> Sorry, so Gator Boys. There's this show. Uh, it, it used to be, I think, on Animal Planet or on Discovery Channel, and it was called The Gator Boys. And it was these two guys that worked at um, Everglades Holiday Park, which I've been to and was eaten by mosquitoes. But it was so much fun because I walked in. We walked into the swamp, like into the water, and I was like, "Oh, I'm about to get eaten by an alligator or something." And this is riveting. I ended up falling into a hole, and I had like knee deep water become neck deep water. Ooh. But it was so much fun. It was great. That's um, not good. <laughs> it was great. And I wore the wrong sneakers too. I was wearing, I was very tomboyish as a kid. So, and I played basketball. So I was wearing my Wade high top Converse. Girl. I chose the, I chose the, and they were beautiful. They were black and red, white leather. I chose the wrong day to wear those because they were deep in Florida swamp water. Mm. And that was the end of my weight converse. But anyway, these two guys, they go out. And like when people call, there's there's a gator in my house or a python in my house. Um, they go get them and they take them back to Everglades Holiday Park. And that's like the sanctuary and stuff like that. Is this one bald guy and this one kind of chubby guy with long hair in a ponytail always. Sounds about right. With a, cow with a cowboy hat. Mm -hmm. I like to call them the swamp necks. They're not regular rednecks. There's a swamp kind. That's true. It's true. I was telling, side note, I was talking to our friend Amber yesterday and I had brought up the word beach necks. And she's like, who? She's like, what is a beach neck? I'm like, it's like the rednecks, but they live by the beach. Because I was talking about Daytona Beach, Florida, where the Daytona 500 is. NASCAR. Yeah. And I was like, those are, those are beach necks, y'all. They're different. Rednecks are the regular ones that live in the farm, just do their thing, horses, cows. Like I have friends who are who consider themselves rednecks. The swamp necks are the Alec are the gator boys. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you really you know you definitely grew up in Florida when one of your school field trips was to the Everglades and you went on a airboat ride. Oh I love airboat rides. That was <laughs> <laughs> that was so it was so fun. Like here's also, the thing. I lived I lived I lived and went to high school in the middle of the Everglades. Like I I went to school on uh US 21 into the Everglades. So like the my the back part of my high school was just straight up swamp. swamp. And and all of that. So there was like always raccoons walking around our high school, spiders, like huge Australia sized mosquitoes. I like that you were about to say mosquito and spider in the same thing. Spiders. The spider mosquitoes, because they look like spider mosquitoes. They look like flying spiders, which is the most terrifying thing in the world because spiders are the worst. That's true. End of my soapbox on that one. <laughs> Um, end, of, end, of end of my so end of <laughs> caso cerrado. That is the end of my story on on spiders. But yeah, middle of the Ever Everglades. So it's like here's the thing: if you didn't, if you're from Florida and you haven't gone to the Everglades, whether it be like the South, like if you're in South Florida and you're deep into the Everglades, or even up until like Orlando area, and there's like Everglades there, you should definitely go and stick your feet in the swamp water so you can feel one with our state. I don't know about stick your feet in it. Maybe hop <laughs> on an airboat. Oh, and do that. And then almost fall off the airboat. That's true. 
I feel like that is also a requirement to growing up yeah. in Florida is almost all- falling off. Yeah, you definitely got to almost fall off the airboat. I'm trying to think of other things that are specifically like Florida. Oh, wait. Okay, so hold on. Let me go back. Let's let's go back to so the Florida barbecue. So one of the Gator boys, the guy with the long hair, <laughs> as he has, he well, he, I think he had, he has other locations, but the location I used to go to was cl- um, closed down. But he had his own barbecue place, and it was like legit-ass Florida barbecue. And I was like, I didn't even know. Florida had their own barbecue, but we better because we're technically part of the South. Technically, technically, like we're the penis of the United States, but we're we're the southern <laughs> part. We're definitely <laughs> the southern part of the United States. Like, we are the here, swampy penis we're not, yeah, of the we're United not States. Bells. Yeah, we're not southern bells. We're the tropical bells. Sure, tropical. Especially me because I'm from Miami, so I'm deep. I'm close to the tip of the penis of the United States. I am from, I went to school in the bougie Boca Raton, but I did not live there. Yeah. No, that's like, I mean, that still counts as South Florida, but it's not like as South as Miami. Yeah, no, no, no. It's like a 40 minute drive North. Yeah. Where I grew up. Yeah. I'm close to the, to the tip. Not really (laughs) close. I'm not really close, but the under, the. I'm close. You're and about then, an hour and some change away from the tip. Yeah. So, you know, if Florida's the penis, imagine what Key West is. <laughs> what oh, the key <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh. No, what are other things that are, like, strictly, like, Florida, like, high school field trips? What about the um, IMAX Center? <gasps> Wait, you know what you I'm mean- talking about? Science Museum? Yeah, the Museum of Science and Discovery. Every kid, I think, went there. I sure did. I (laughs) went recently, too. I went uh, maybe about three years ago with my my aunt and my cousins, because I had one of my cousins come from Chile, and she's super into science and stuff like that. So we were like, let's go to the Discovery and Science Museum. I hadn't been there since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. So we went. It was like... It was really cute. It was a lot of fun. I went into this thing where it simulates like what a hurricane is like. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because I went with wet hair. Yeah. And I went into that thing and I did not have wet hair anymore. My <laughs> hair got dried. It was dried quick. I think it was like, um, it takes you through to like tropical storm. Yeah, I was like tropical storm, category one. Which for me, a tropical storm and a category one is the same thing. Tropical I mean, storm, category one, if we're talking about Florida, it's the same thing. Category <laughs> one. And then I think it went all the way up to a category four. And that was windy. <laughs> like my hair, not only here's the thing, I have curly hair. So when I dry my hair, it dries curly. Not in the hurricane simulator. That shit dried my hair and straightened it. <laughs> my hair was flat. Right after the category four. It was so good. I was like, damn, I need one of these in my house. <laughs> Step in there. Hair's ready for the day. Yep. That's another thing that's like strictly Floridian, like hurricanes. Like to me, a tropical storm and a category one are just a normal Florida day. Like yeah. I understand like other states start to freak out because they don't like. Especially the snowbirds in Florida. The people who come from like New York, Massachusetts. They're like, oh my god, a hurricane! Well, I'm I know. Getting a, I'm getting a southern accent. Um, oh but my god, like a hurricane! We had, 
the one in like two or three weeks ago and people in my neighborhood were putting up shutters and I'm just over here like, are you serious? Yeah. yeah, people were freaking out. They're like, oh my God, it's a category one. I'm like, first of all, it's category one for the Bahamas, Puerto Rico's and all of that. For us, that's just a regular day. Yeah, that's just a normal day in the woods. Like all you gotta do is just maybe take your umbrellas down. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe tie your trash cans. I know, but like y'all are really going, doing the most. Yeah, my dad was like, you know, I'm going to go get a pack of water just in case. I'm like, for what? Oh, I'm like, we're going to be fine. I'm like, it is a category one. And I was talking to another friend of mine and I was like, it's just a category one. He And he was like, well, yeah, but you never know. I'm like, I never know what. Category one is literally a regular day here. Yeah. Most is going to be like, what, the trash is the trash cans are going to be blown over and that's and that it happens but, like on a normal day anyway like and even but even then the so it never it completely missed miami so yeah. i was bummed i was i was bummed out because here's the thing not only is quarantine like 2020 just like fucking us up with the with the pandemic and just like shot out everybody's dreams but it's even ruining hurricane season <laughs> I, how are you, like, here's the thing. Hurricane season is between June uh, June and November. We're already, like, in August. By, like, this time, we should be having six tropical storms coming in all at once. And we're like, oh, shit, which one's going to come and get us? And it's, right. like, five of them are coming to get you. And we're like, hell yeah. <laughs> I live I live for the destruction. I but mean, no. one. Lindy ass category one. I was telling Amber, I'm like, here's the thing. We usually get them in gangs by now, but they mm -hmm. sent us the one little wimpy guy who's trying to get jumped into the gang to prove it. But he did not, because I am not impressed. He's not a member of the Hurricane Gang. Also, his name was Isaiah. What kind of name is that? Just name him Isaiah, not Isaiah. But they didn't even pronounce it Isaiah. They pronounced it Isaiah or something like that. Isaiah? What the hell? Yeah, they pronounced it. Hold on, I have to think. If you want damage done, you send a Brad, a Nathaniel, uh, who else? A Bertha. Bertha, Hurricane Wilma, she Wilma? got us. Hurricane Andrew messed us up. My mom I... doesn't even remember Hurricane Andrew because she was drunk in a bathtub. She had Dorian, no idea. Hurricane... Irma. Dorian, Irma, not Isaias, Is whatever her name. I just, it was just, it's wild to me, like, Isaias, Isaias, yes, that's how they say we should have pronounced it, which, I mean, okay, but, like, I guess, but, like, here's the I, thing, mm. I was expecting, if it was the only, probably the only thing in this whole thing that I was looking forward to was watching shit fly around. <laughs> It did not happen. Like, as a kid, my family during a Category 4, we would open the doors and mm -hmm. just watch. Just watch the things fly. Which, to normal people, you would not do that. Mm -hmm. No. Because we have to entertain ourselves. And that was it. Especially and if our light, if our electricity was out. And it's like, all right, time to open the door and see hell break loose outside. I mean, and here's the thing. We know when to go inside like we can sit outside and be like okay this is getting bad we need to run back in now i would not suggest people who've never dealt with a hurricane to do that i don't but at least just once i mean i don't know you I was remember looking, i was, I was looking we for kids. a kid 
Do you remember when we were kids and we had like a month off of school because there were like two or three hurricanes that like came at once? It was oh the greatest month of my yes. life. I'm sure my I, parents were dying oh and God. they were so like, we had no electricity, no water, nothing for like two weeks. And then they still had another two weeks to do cleanup and we couldn't. But it was the greatest thing. My dad drove, he tied a surfboard to the back of his truck and we drove around my neighborhood and surfed. <laughs> it was great. Oh my God. I'm pretty sure I brought that on because I remember I was in middle school and I was like, I really do not. I think I was going into sixth grade and I was super nervous about it and I did not want to go to school. I was not, I was like, I do not. And so I was, I was like, God, please to all the gods in the world. Please do not let school open yet. I, I do not want to go to school. I do not want to go to school. And I thought about it so hard every day. And then all of a sudden, here we have a huge hurricane coming right before school starts. And we didn't have school for a month. And I was like, thank you, Lord, for listening to me. So I'm pretty sure I prayed so hard I brought the <laughs> hurricane over here. It was just You're welcome. Wild. Like, I remember that, and I remember... Yeah, we started school late. It was mm -hmm. so late, and I was so excited. I was like, hell yeah, I have this extra month to really mentally prepare myself for the sixth grade. <laughs> Let's I mean, do this. People in the northern states have snow days. We have hurricane days. <laughs> yeah, hurricane days. Mm -hmm. It was funny, because I was talking to... I was talking to Amber about it, and she was like... Amber lives in New York. Um, both of our friends, Amber and Alexa, live up in New York. And so I was talking to Amber about it and she was like, I was like, I was telling her this. I was like, I was really mad that the hurricane didn't do anything. I was expecting destruction. That's what I wanted. And she's like, well, it did hit us pretty bad up here. And I was like, how bad? Like move the trash cans bag, like bad or drop a tree on a car bad. And she's like, well, one of my coworkers, a tree fell on her car and then a tree, um, hit the power lines and they were out of the whole block was out of power and i was like they're fine oh, that's be cool. i'm like they're totally fine like that that's not bad like her car got totaled she's good the power lines went out when don't they over here like it's totally fine and she's like well yeah because they up here they don't know not to park next to trees yeah that's true you do not that's florida knowledge everybody you do not park next to trees i'm pretty sure unless that's like you're florida trying knowledge. to get a new car yeah i'm pretty sure that's like florida knowledge and maybe like tornado alley knowledge but like don't do that. natural natural disaster knowledge don't park your car next to a tree if you want that car to still be alive when you come back out yeah but yeah i was like no they're they're fine up in new york they're okay we were oh fine. yeah they are it's just i mean and it's bad because their city is not built to like like their electricity system isn't built for that. Like how yeah. ours is. Yeah. Like they don't Florida have, man. I mean. Florida man. Oh, speaking of Florida man, let's talk about Florida man. <laughs> uh, the proverbial Florida man. Oh, he what did he do everybody. now? Listen, everybody. We are just as disappointed when we hear about Florida man did this. Like my favorite story my favorite, well, two, one of them is extremely morbid and horrible, but it's one of my favorite stories. But I'm gonna tell you the first one, my favorite story, which Shane Smith talked about, first mention of him again. He talked about on his comedy, on his one of his last comedy special, he had talked about the guy that tried to rob a Wendy's with an alligator. Do you remember that? 
Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I do. <laughs> oh my God! So anybody who doesn't know that he tried to rob, he tried to rob a Wendy's with an alligator, but he didn't go through the front door. He tried to rob it from the drive-through window. He drove up to the window and was like, "Give me your money." And I'm pretty sure the lady was like, hell nah, because that's how most of us are yeah. over here. Correct. And he just, you just see in the video, he just throws the alligator through the drive-thru. And I'm like, what do you expect to gain from that? The alligator doesn't know what's going on. You ended up with no money. And you lost your like, gator. And you lost your gator. At least get two. I mean. Or at least get baby ones. So that way you can get a lot and just keep pelting them. Just like, like. Like those throwing knives, you get the baby ones and just throw knife them like a whole bunch. Like yes. Jurassic Park all raining into the Wendy's all of a sudden. Or if you're going to do it, go in through the front door and throw the alligator over the counter and then grab the money. But I was so mad at that. And then the second one, my second favorite story, which, again, I do feel for the families <laughs> of this person. Um, but do you remember that guy that ate the other guy's face on the highway? I knew you were going to say this (laughs) because this is the most infamous Florida man story. Like this, I think was the Florida man that launched it all. Yeah, I think this was the Florida. It was the time when the zombie apocalypse came to Florida. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I remember it. It was an, it was a, I think he was naked. It was a black guy. It was a naked black guy high on Flocka, which was like the new crazy drug that was coming out. Which was just bath salt. Which is just bath salts. Side note, when I found out it was bath salts, I was like, oh, no. Because as a kid, I used to suck on bath salts. Girl. Like a lot. Like like a lot of them. Like I used to wash the the soap part off of it. And I would just suck on the bath salts. Like a lot. What is your deal? So when I, here's (laughs) the thing. Here's the thing. Now thinking about it between that and hitting myself in the head several times as a kid. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, this kinda happened ma- in 2012. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, 2012. I remember, and he w- and he was like high off of uh, yeah. that. And he just, I don't remember how he came in contact with the guy. I don't remember if the guy was homeless or whatever, but he just attacked the, the poor guy, man, and just went in on his face, was eating his face. And I remember the cops were like, the cops were like, he wasn't human, and he was like super strong or and stuff like that. And everybody was freaking out. They were like, oh my God, is a zombie apocalypse? Is it it's starting? This is it. No, he we're was going just down. on drugs. We're going down, like this is it. No, and he I was, was like, just on drugs, like half the people in Florida. Yeah. And I was like, you know, if the zombie apocalypse were to start somewhere. It'd be Florida. I feel like, I feel like Florida would be the place. Oh. Especially like, I think it's in Haitian culture where they have, within their culture myths about zombies like zombies being created out of voodoo practice i don't know i th- i want to say it's haitian i want to say it's haitian it's caribbean afro-caribbean culture i don't remember if it's um we'll Haiti, have to do some research on that yeah we'll have to do to some- hold on we're gonna do this right now um but, but I yeah mean- I-, I saw it i was like y'all this is it let me find it yeah, We're like gonna, my I'm, some of my favorite ones include Florida man accused of forcing alligator to drink beer. Oh man. And naked man arrested dancing in a fire. After dancing in a fire, excuse me. After dan well, it sounds like he was having a great time. 
like that sounds like a good sign. Here's the thing. I I hope he, I hope he cleansed. I hope he cleansed himself. He definitely cleansed a piece of skin off, probably. Ooh, girl, he done. But here's the thing body. about Florida. I fully believe that. I mean, if the zombie apocalypse were to start anywhere, it would be here. But that's just because, like, and this has been my horrible misfortune to learn that a lot of people move to Florida in the hopes of getting sober. What? Yes. That's so crazy. a lot of drugs that's, are that's down a first. here. And I've that's known some people that have like come here trying to get sober, but not like they say they are, but they're not really trying. But apparently like there's doctors down here who like will just write prescriptions for anything and everything. Like you don't really need to have anything wrong. You know what I mean? Like they're just mm-hmm. giving out prescriptions, which yeah. is sad. Yeah, I watched the. I, I watched out of the many crime shows that I watched this pandemic because I watched a lot. I watched this one called The Pharmacist, and it's. Uh, it took place definitely not in Florida. It was some other state in Florida, and it. I mean another state in Florida. There's another state in the US. <laughs> and um and it 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 was about this one pharmacist in a small town that his son had his son was secretly addicted to a type of uh I want to say painkiller. It was a, to a type of prescription drug. And his son was murdered during a drug deal. And that's when they find out that he was taking this drug. They had no idea. And so then, you know, time passed by. The, of course, you know, the pharmacist is obviously hurt because they had no idea who really was the one to kill his son. And then he goes back to work maybe maybe a year or two later. And he's starting to notice that all of these people are coming in with a prescription for this one type of medicine. But it's like a serious, it's like a serious type of um, medicine. And, and it's like they're being prescribed high doses at the first go. Hmm. And he's like, and he's like, this isn't, this isn't right. Like this type of medicine needs to be prescribed, especially for first time as a low dosage. So then you can build up tolerance for it. But these people were just, and a lot of the people coming in were just super regular, nothing wrong with them. And he's like, something is going on. And he notices that it's the same doctor every time that's prescribing this medication to Mm -hmm. um to these patients and it happened to be this lady in a small family practice that she was just a drug mill she was just she was running a drug mill out of her own family medicine practice and it was like and but she was pretty much like untouchable because the police was also in on it she had like a police officer be a bodyguard at night when her office was open, her office was open at like in the middle of the night, not in the daytime, like regular doctor hours. Oh and yeah, so this, 100%. This pharmacist, like, this pharmacist was like, this isn't right. Like I'm gonna get her, like this has to, we have to get her because this is not right. What she's doing is illegal. She is hurting these, these people. A lot of them were teenagers. She's hurting mm-hmm. these kids. So every time they would come in, um, the pharmacist would like recommend him be like, well, he would ask him like, well, what's your symptoms? What are you being giving this for? How about you try this type of medicine? How about you try this type of medicine? And so word got back to the doctor 
um, that there was this one pharmacist that's, you know, shitting on her game. Yeah. Just shitting on her game. And um, <laughs> he, he had called her once. He had called her and asked, uh, you know, trying to, uh, and asked her, he was like, hey, is this Dr. So-and-so? She's like, yeah, like a bitch. She's like, yeah. Um, and he's like, I just had a question about this prescription for this one patient. Are you sure you want to describe this much? And I think she said something to the point of like, don't fuck with my business. And then like hangs up. Ah. Something like that. But they ended up getting her like they got her and like they even interviewed her in the documentary. And she was like, I did nothing wrong. But sounds about right. She's like, I did nothing wrong, but her license got suspended and all that stuff. But she still holds her innocence. She's like, I did nothing wrong. So I'm like, no, that, that happens a lot crazy. in Florida, like a lot. And there's a lot of like, what's really sad. There's a lot of like sober homes and like halfway houses here. The people running them don't actually care about the people going in them. Like they're just yeah there to get like the tax write off or the money I for I it. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a lot about... of people. Like where have I that been? Happens to. You Where have not been, been getting into relationships with people who have drug issues, Valeria. Like oh, you're I have. You're absolutely yeah. I have gone into no relationships except for one, almost last year. Nah, you yeah, don't. you're right. I mean, I I feel like I. It's sad how many relationships I've been in with people who have drug issues, and not because they have drug issues, but because like. I think I can fix them and yeah. rationally, like rationally, I know that I cannot fix them. They yeah. have to fix themselves. I yeah. know that. I don't know I where like that deep seated thing. I feel like comes we in. all, yeah, I feel like some of us, especially people with big hearts, because I've gone through the same thing with someone who was definitely not, not it. Like, he was just, he was not it. He was not it. He was super toxic. But deep down inside, he was super sweet. Like pretty much everything I look for in a person, super sweet, um, caring, super intelligent, driven, stuff like that. But he was highly depressive, super depressed. He always told me like, I know I'm going to die young. He's like, I know I'm going to die young like there's no point in life and I'm like here like no like you have so much to live for you have all these goals and he's like I know I have all these goals but if I die this is it's, it's whatever and he drank all the time there Yikes. was like there he drank all the time there was never a time where I was talking to him unless I texted him at work where he was not drunk or high and it was a lot but then here he's my little behind like but he's such a good like you rationalize it like you said Girl, like, he's you such do. A good, like he's such a good person like it's okay like I can and he had nobody you know like he had nobody he came from a super religious family he decided to defect from the religion and his family mm -hmm. he's like my family gave up on me he goes this is it so he had no one so I was like damn like I I'm I'm gonna be that person for him like I don't want him to feel like he's alone but there reaches a point where you're like nah fam like, you know, he did like some stuff to me or like I experienced some stuff with him. And I was like, I'm not, this is, you know, I, no, I, do. I didn't stop talking to him, but he stopped talking to me, which was a blessing in disguise. Cause I always ask all the gods and aliens in the universe, like, listen, I'm going to go through the, with this, but if you feel like it doesn't benefit me, just quietly remove them from my life. And that's exactly what they did. So now thinking about it, you're like, no, nah, that's not working. That, that shouldn't have been. Yeah, I know. 
But if that's there just what were, happens with people with big hearts, man. If there was ever such a thing as getting a PhD in toxic relationships, I haven't. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I'm no, in a that super was my healthy crush, relationship now. That was my crush like, first. No, yeah, you have a super normal human being. Yes, I have. Super normal human being. He's very quiet, very shy, but he's very sweet. Some people think that, I mean, that he's so quiet that they you know, that he hates them, but that's just honestly how he is. Like, I yeah. even asked him one time, he's like, I have to talk to you, otherwise we'd have no relationship. And I was like, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. Love you so much, dear. <laughs> no, but once you get to know, he's one of those people that, like, you have to crack him open like walnut, which is what oh I God. had to do. No, but it's, it's weird being in a super healthy, normal relationship where you both talk to each other about your feelings. And, like, you each, like, let each other know that you love them. Mm -hmm. It's so refreshing to have someone be yeah. like, I care about you. Yeah. You did it. This is it. I mean. And you now you're going to get married. I mean, we're in no way perfect. Like, we have our issues as we've discussed. Well, but, yeah, you like, know, I mean, literally nobody's perfect. Like, there is I mean, no in the words perfect of, relationship. In the, words, in the words of Hannah Montana, nobody's perfect. I you live and you learn it again and again until I get, I get it right. It right. <laughs> the greatest poet, Hannah Montana. <laughs> yes. But now you just, I mean, okay. And I'm going to bring this up because whatever. Shout out to the movie after. That movie oh my is God. so good. I'm sorry. Here's the thing. Have I you read, I'm, have you, did you read Midnight Sun or Midnight whatever the hell that Twilight book is yet? Work has been so crazy that I have not had a chance. But back to after. Here's the thing. The books, 10 out of 10. Like the first book, great. Second and third book get kind of monotonous and you're like, all right, they're having the same old issues. Like this is also a spoiler alert. I'm not like, if you haven't read the books, you don't want to know what happens with after stop listening <laughs> i don't want to ruin it for you but also the books have been out there for a while so i'm gonna go into it like mm -hmm. fine i won't reveal the ending but all i'm gonna say okay this will kind of reveal the ending okay stop overthinking it mckenzie <clears throat> just say it just do it just do it <laughs> it shows that like two imperfect people can be wrong for each i mean completely right for each other but wrong for each other at the same time if that makes sense Okay. And you love each other and you want to be with each other. And there's like a force that just keeps you together. Uh -huh. So I'm probably explaining this terribly. But is it like, is it like, is it like right person, wrong time? Yes. Right person, wrong time. But you're willing to break up in order to get back together later. Does that make sense? Okay. Like, like willing to work on yourself. Yeah. They, both said, like, we need to let go of each other if we ever want to have a shot ever again. Oh you know, like, God. pretty much, like, these two people who went through so much, like, they both destroyed each other, like, emotionally, mentally, not physically, emotionally, mentally. Like, they just physically, like, manipulated each other, like, did stuff to each other. Like, that just was very toxic. Like, not wrong. I mean, not right at all. And the whole time you're listening to the first three books, you're like, just break up already. Like, you two are the worst for each other. But, like, it wraps it up so nicely. Like, in the last probably, like, I don't know, a couple hours of the book, I've listened to it on tape. 
And you're just like, damn. Tape? What's tape? <laughs> Fine, I listen to it <laughs> digitally. Um, Tay, you put your cassette in, Grandma? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, but it just, it wraps it up so nicely. It's like, damn, two people can be really, like, they can just get over themselves and, like, be better for each other. Like, they didn't, they didn't need each other to fix them. They fixed themselves for their own selves. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you didn't want to change for someone else. You change for you. Vomit. What do you mean vomit? That's good. Like you should want to change for you. Like you. I mean. No, absolutely. Uh, you know me and like romance books and stuff like that. I but, know, but no, I thought you're it was, right. Like, I'm the pretty most sure. Realistic like depiction yeah. of a love story in a long time. Like yeah. Twilight. Uh, don't get me started because oh I, God, love no. I love that shit. No. I no. am almost gonna be I'm gonna be 30 years old in a couple months okay my fucking teenage self is thrilled that Midnight Sun no. came out because Here's I signed the, the petitions I read the draft that she posted online was super bummed that she was never gonna print it and I have the book now and I haven't been able to read it because work's been nuts if, if Midnight Sun came out when <laughs> Twilight when I was knee deep into Twilight I would have been like hell yeah I would have gotten the books I mean, I would have gotten the book and read it. But now that I'm older, just a good old 24, and I watch, like, the Twilight movies again, like, Freeform puts it on, or, like, Twilight Weekend, and I watch the movies again, I'm like, what? What did I see in the this movie? The movies are trash. It's so, it's so bad. And then I, I think about, like, when I read the books, because I read the books after I watched the movies. Because I was like, let me, because people are always like, the books are always better than the movies. And I'm always, the, I'm the bitch that watches the movie and doesn't read the books. But this time, I gave it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So I read the books, and I was like, okay, oh, you're right. Like, this, you know, like, this this, this didn't happen this way. Like, oh, that's more interesting. But then I was like, this is, this is real dumb. Like, I gave up halfway through, was it Breaking Dawn? The no, last book? you're thinking. <sighs> oh, my God, I never remember. <laughs> Which one is There's... it? Okay, here's the thing. School's in session. It's Twilight, Go. New Moon, Eclipse, mm -hmm. then Breaking Dawn. Yeah, Breaking Dawn was in two parts, right? That was a two-part movie, not a two-part book. And I, I sound thought... like a nerd. What? No, wait. Wasn't one of the books actually two parts? It was split into two parts, but I don't think it was released in two parts. No, no, but it, it was one book split into two parts, so there was a part one and a part two. Yes, the movies. Oh, my God. What am I thinking of? Anyway, I know I read, I know I, I read halfway into one of the books. I know I read Eclipse. It had to be Breaking Dawn. I read halfway to Breaking Dawn and I was like, I'll just watch the movie. I don't blame and that you. Was, and that was, yeah, no, that was, I've never been a reader, one to read. Like I love, okay. I have a love-hate relationship with Harry Potter. I know. Like I hate, I hate Harry Potter himself. Like a true, like a true Slytherin. I hate Harry Potter himself, but I love the world of Harry Potter. Like that's my favorite part of Universal, going to the world of Harry Potter. You I love see, the they idea. have a deal right now. You buy one, you get one with the tickets. Yes. Uh, mm, my little. I saw. Okay. Anyway. anyway, I love the world of Harry Potter. Bought my wand and all of that. Love Same. it. True Slytherin. Took the quiz, even though I didn't need the quiz to know that I was a Slytherin, but that's just I'm a 100% a Hufflepuff because I'm a oh, fat girl, ass a and my house is by the kitchen. Oh, yeah, girl. You a Hufflepuff for sure. I'm a definite 100% Hufflepuff. Cedric Diggory. 
Also because um, you played Edward in Twilight. Oh my god. Anyway. Here's the thing. Okay. But sorry. like but I wouldn't read, I wouldn't so I love all that world, but I I never was interested enough into reading the books. And everyone was like, you have to read the books. But I remember like books are big. And I was like, mm. books are big. I'm like, the books, those books are big. And I don't think so. She's thick. I, no. She, she, she's, yeah, no, I don't, I don't read thick books. But the either way, like books have to be like really, really like interesting for me to want to pick up a physical book and be like, ah, like I think I read part of, I read, I had a friend in high school. She was my personal library. She was like my bell. She she was like, Valeria, I know you don't like reading, but there's this one book that I think you would like. And I'm like, all right. So she gave me this one book, absolutely loved it, got to part two, then we graduated from high school. And I was, I now I don't know how the series ends. And I don't remember the series of the book, but I knew that I loved it. It was very dystopian, futuristic, old people trying to stay young by using young people's bodies. Have you ever just Googled that? I can't remember. Um, and then I read the oh, is it Games. the host? Yes. It's I think the it's, the, no, 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 no. It's not the host. It's like the host, but it's okay. not the host. It's not the same. Because it's not that's written by Stephanie Martin. Yeah, no, no, no. Right. Which, Twilight. <laughs> which I like the movie, of course. I like the movie, the host, but it's not aliens. It's actual human consciousness being transferred into younger bodies. Oh, okay. By the old people. Like, I told this to my dad, and he's like, that's what I want to do. And I'm like, that's horrible, but okay. That's terrible. Um, anyway, um, read that. Then I graduated from high school. Um, never got to finish the books. Um, and then I read Hunger Games after Hunger Games came out, because my same friend was like, I have all the books. Do you want to read it? And I'm like, I mean, I guess. So she let me borrow her books. She even put me like on a timer. She's like, I give you one month to read this book. And I'm like, shit, okay. Because it takes me about that. Not because I'm a slow reader, just because of my interest level. So I read, I got, I think I got up to whichever the second book of Hunger Games was. Mm -hmm. And then there was only one series of books, which even now as an adult, I would probably read. And it, do you remember the movie, The Vampire's Assistant? Yes. Okay. Though that's, that comes from a 12 series book, like a book. It was a series of 12 books mm -hmm. and it's called the, the Cirque du Freak books. And I started reading the book because the guy I had a crush on in middle school read the book <laughs> and, <laughs> and I saw the picture, like the cover of one of the books and it was like super creepy. So I was like, let me read this book. Cause maybe if I just so happened to have a conversation with him, which never happened, um, we would have something to talk about. It's probably the only thing I ever did for somebody that I liked. But it ended up working out because I absolutely love those books. But I read those books out of order because it's whenever the library had like the books. But mm -hmm. those are really good books because it had to do with like two different species of vampires like yeah. fighting against each other. And there was like one guy, the lead, his name is Darren. He became a vampire to save his friend because his friend got the main vampire spider and it bit him. And he had it was but then like going into the series of books there's like murder and mystery and mystery and just vampire stuff so that's a vampire book i would read if you want if you have a preteen have your kids read the cirque du freak books by darren shan or you're almost the, 30 years old and you're a preteen in your mind you can watch listen watch read those two. Oh my god yeah like i will because i'm obsessed with stuff like that also, I've read The Chronicles of Vladimir Todd. That is another really good one. 
I love it's like this guy who's like a normal high school student and he is a vampire and his best friend knows and like apparently I can't remember the thing but like his uncle's trying to kill him or something like that like all uncles I know and then also the maximum ride series was what really set me off I remember those books that was the first book that I ever read that like made me fall in love with reading. I read it and I was like, done. I read it in one full day. Granted, yeah. it's not that big, but to a little middle school, yeah. that was a lot. I stayed up yeah, all I night remember. finishing it. It was my everything. I, I remember those. I remember those so books. Much. They were always the maximum ride books were always on like the summer reading lists of because school. they're just so I good. And now that. I'm looking in my library. And I can't get to it because our our lover's chateau room. <laughs> the honeymoon suite. The honeymoon suite is full of stuff, which we have to clean out before his family gets here for the wedding. Anyway, back to the book. <laughs> there is the, um, what is this series? It's like the, it's written by PC and Kristen Cass. It's the House of Night novels. They're about like, um... These like vampire witches. You, okay. I think honestly, you would like it because it has to deal with like a lot of like witchy stuff and like the elements. Oh, it's my favorite kind of stuff. It's like witchy vampire stuff, and like she okay. has like all these different affinities. It's pretty cool. I think mm-hmm. you would like it. It's called the House of Night series. Uh, night night series, like the no like the house. Theory? Uh-huh. House of Night, like nighttime, right? Series. Oh, series. Okay. There's like eight books, I think. It's so good. And if you want something a little more adult, I mean, PC Cast wrote a book about this lady gets transported back, like into another like universe, not back in time, but like into another universe where she has to marry like a centaur. A centaur. And it's just wild. She's like this witchy high priestess. I'm telling you, I read way too many like books like this. Well, those sound like books that I would read. You have to later, later write down <laughs> the books and I will look into it and see if I will read them. Yeah, I take no offense. And then there was this other series <laughs> that I could go on for days about. It was about like zombie high or something like that. But I mean, it wasn't the actual oh. show. It was about like this person who came about. back as like a dead person. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to find it, but my stupid puzzles are in the way. Darn puzzles. Oh, there's my Twilight books. <laughs> Mackenzie casually starts going through her lover's chateau room. It's called Generation Dead. That's what it is. Generation Dead. Okay. Mm hmm. Yep, that's all I got for now. I'll stop now because I'm starting to sound like a crazy book freak. Hey, but you know, reading, as in the words of RuPaul, reading is fundamental. Fundamental. All kinds of reading. And if you can't love yourself, how in the hell? How are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. (sighs) But I just like reading and I like books like that, you know? So if you have anybody who's listening who has fun recommendations that are anything like the books I just mentioned, I'm I'm here for it. Email me them. You know, 
Yeah. And if you're like me, who's not so much of a reader, but you will indulge in some reading, I'm the type of person that likes to have pictures in my books. I am a child. I like to have pictures in my books. So graphic novels are cool. Comics are cool. I don't always read comics, but when I do, I do. There's this app called Webtoon, which I absolutely love. And it's like all different types of um, stories and they're all illustrated different like animes and stuff like that. So if you like pictures with your stories, totally read that. I'm reading like 11 different stories and I'm obsessed with every single one of them. There's this one called Lore Olympus, which they're on their second season. And it's like a modern version of the Greek gods. And you mm -hmm. should totally read that because it is so good. Because I just want to let you know, it is a known fact that Ares is trash. He is a horrible human being. So if you don't understand what I'm talking about, read Lore Olympus on Webtoons, the app, and you will, and tell me, email me how much you hate. Aries. Hmm. There was this one series that I used to watch about the Greek gods, but I can't remember what it was, but in it, Hephaestus was a total babe, and that's all I remember. Hephaestus. Yes, he was like the armor. That's Aphrodite's that's Aphrodite's first husband. Not Ooh, my nerdiness. My nerdiness is coming out. Hephaestus was Aphrodite's first husband and i believe they gave birth to the god of fire and stone me yeah so he was the armorer like the yeah Olympic he was black, a blacksmith blacksmith yeah That's he was the god of the back he was the god of the blacksmiths um webtoons yeah so read lore olympus on webtoons and tell me email me we'll tell you the email now because we're ending the episode email me how much you hate uh, Ari, because he messed up Persephone, guys. Messed <sighs> her up. And you can messed also email me um, teenage teeny bopper weird vampire witch zombie love stories because I'm heavily invested in those because that world is so much better than the world world we're living in because real life is scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> anyway thank you guys so much for listening we hope you guys like it and continue to listen to us ramble and hopefully you guys ramble with us um again if you guys want to talk to us about tell you know tell us something that you think we should talk about or have any questions or just want to say hi you can definitely email us at stuck and hungry at gmail.com also if you guys love our call our cover art Feel free to follow my cousin Max, who did it for us. He's an amazing graphic artist. Uh, feel free to follow him on Instagram. He's under Max Mundaka together. So Mundaka is M-U-N as in Nancy, D-A-C-A. -A. So Max Mundaka together on Instagram. We're trying to get him to work for Disney. So if you guys follow him, like his work, he's a really good artist. We're trying to get him to work for the mouse so then he can get me to work for the mouse because that is the mouse. Um, so yeah, give him a follow. Um, and next week we will have our first member of our squad to join us. And we will be talking about one of my favorite subjects. We talk about serial killers. Yeah. And so yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about next week. Um, again, did you have anything to add or to say? I love you. Don't be an idiot and do good things, everybody. And stay hungry, y'all. Bye. Bye.